Good morning. It's February 16th, and this is your daily brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. A tragic shooting occurred at the 2024 Chiefs Super Bowl rally in Kansas City, resulting in the death of a radio host and injuries to at least 23 parade-goers, including children. In the aftermath, child psychologist Aaron Hambrick provided crucial advice for parents and caregivers on how to talk to kids about the tragedy. Hambrick emphasized the importance of spending quality time with children and maintaining routines to bring back a sense of stability. For older children, she recommended limiting their exposure to media coverage of the event and encouraged adults to seek support if they are struggling to cope. The incident has reignited discussions around Missouri's gun laws and prompted calls for improved safety measures at public celebrations. Authorities are actively seeking witnesses and have set up a platform for collecting video evidence to aid in the investigation. The community has come together to mourn, with a church holding a rosary to honor the victims and planning an adoration hour. National and community leaders, including President Joe Biden and Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas, have called for action on gun control measures in response to the tragedy. The Kansas City Chiefs expressed their sadness over the incident, describing it as a senseless act of violence. As the community grapples with this tragedy, mental health resources and support hotlines have been made available to those affected. Republican Congressman Mike Turner has sounded the alarm on a new Russian anti-satellite weapon, sparking controversy and concern within his own party over the national security implications. The White House, while confirming Russia's development of this weapon, has reassured that it is not yet operational and does not pose an immediate threat. According to National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby, U.S. intelligence is fully aware of the weapon's capabilities, emphasizing that it cannot be used to attack humans or cause physical destruction on Earth. The United States is not sitting idle. It is actively analyzing the technology and has been in constant communication with allies and partners about the situation. In response to the potential threat, President Biden has taken proactive steps by initiating direct diplomatic engagement with Russia. Furthermore, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is slated to meet with House Committee Chairs to further discuss the issue, underlining the seriousness with which the U.S. is treating this development. This situation has reignited concerns over the militarization of space and the erosion of arms control treaties, highlighting the delicate balance of power and the importance of diplomatic channels in preventing space from becoming a new battlefield. The international community, particularly signatories of the Outer Space Treaty of 1967, like the U.S., Russia, and China, faces the challenge of upholding peace in space amidst these developments. In a surprising turn of events, Russian President Vladimir Putin has endorsed President Joe Biden for the 2024 U.S. presidential election. This unexpected endorsement has sparked a flurry of questions regarding Putin's motives and the potential implications for the already complex U.S.-Russia relations. The Biden administration, not taking this lightly, has issued a stern warning against any form of interference in American electoral processes. National Security spokesperson John Kirby articulated this stance, emphasizing the administration's commitment to countering Russian influence, especially in the context of Ukraine. Kirby's call for Putin to refrain from meddling in the U.S. election underscores the seriousness with which the administration views the matter. 
This endorsement represents a significant shift from Putin's previous perceived support for Donald Trump in the 2016 election, hinting at a strategic recalibration by the Kremlin. The U.S. government's response, urging Putin to stay out of America's elections, reflects the ongoing efforts to safeguard the integrity of its democratic processes against foreign influence. In a chilling turn of events, 18-year-old Sebastian Velasenor, a senior at Ontario Christian High School in Ontario, California, has been charged with five counts of attempted murder and one count of attempted criminal threats. The arrest came after authorities discovered multiple firearms and over 1,000 rounds of ammunition in his family's home. Villasenor had been planning an attack on his school around the 25th anniversary of the Columbine shooting, a tragedy that he had become fixated on. This planned act of violence was averted thanks to the vigilance of a classmate who reported Villasenor's intentions to school administrators. Despite having no prior disciplinary issues at the school and struggling to form relationships with his peers, Villasenor's disturbing plot highlights the importance of community awareness and the need to take every threat seriously. He is currently being held without bail and is scheduled for arraignment on February 15th at the Rancho Cucamonga Superior Courthouse. In response, Ontario Christian High School is reassessing its security measures to ensure the safety of its students and staff. The incident has prompted law enforcement and school officials to remind the public of the crucial role that reporting threats plays in preventing potential tragedies. The San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office is urging anyone with information about active shooter threats to come forward. This case serves as a stark reminder of the importance of community vigilance and the difference that one individual's actions can make in averting disaster. New York City, in a significant legal move, has taken on some of the biggest names in the tech industry, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and YouTube. The lawsuit filed by the city, its schools, and public hospital system accuses these social media giants of creating platforms that are addictive and dangerous, particularly for children and adolescents whose brains are still developing. This, the city argues, has contributed to a growing mental health crisis among the youth, forcing the city to spend on counseling services and educational programs to mitigate the impact. The lawsuit aims to have the company's actions recognized as a public nuisance and seeks unspecified monetary damages. In defense, the tech companies have pointed to their efforts to create a safer online environment, emphasizing policies and controls aimed at prioritizing user safety. Despite these defenses, the lawsuit underscores a critical concern, the pervasive influence of social media on the mental health of young people. This legal action is part of New York City's broader initiative to confront and mitigate the negative effects of social media on youth mental health. Mayor Eric Adams has expressed the city's intention to hold these tech giants accountable for their role in this crisis. The lawsuit, filed in California Superior Court, has seen the companies deny the allegations, with Google and Meta highlighting their safeguards for teens. This move by New York City marks a pivotal moment in the ongoing debate over the responsibility of social media platforms in safeguarding the mental health of their younger users. This has been your daily brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. We'll be back Monday with everything you need to know.